Thanks for checking out I Love Lucifer, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please review, subscribe, and share with other podcast enthusiasts. And now, I Love Lucifer. The fantasy of their day job turns into a living nightmare when the lines of reality are blurred as two B-movie starlets battle movie monsters by day and real monsters by night. Now, if they could only get along with each other... You bitch! When the cameras stop rolling, the real terror begins. I love Lucifer. Created by Susie Singer Carter and Don Priest. Episode 4, Team Scream Queens. Directed by Susie Singer Carter. Good night, sweet princesses. My daughter Tanya and her darling little foil Holly rest their eyes in slumber, or try to, after the shocking revelations of our previous episode. Oh, sleep, oh, gentle sleep, nature's soft nurse, how hath my sausage frightened thee, that thou no more wilt weigh her eyelids down and steep her senses in forgetfulness? But alas, if it is to be or not to be, it is not to be. But my witticisms aside, the night trundles on, long and cold and fearful, and we find ourselves in the new day, as Tanya and Holly make their way, worn out, to the new set of their low-budget film. They trudge past the cheap flats painted like storefronts from the American Old West, as over-mythologized a time and place as ever there has been, in my impartial opinion. Their trudging takes them inexorably toward the makeup trailer. How are we going to go back in that trailer? This is so weird. We're just supposed to act like nothing happened. Well, we really don't have a choice, do we? Come on, let's go. But Holly just stares past her, frozen with fear. Holly, what are you doing? Holly. Uh-huh. Holly. Mm. Yo. Holly. Uh, Holly, God damn it! Just pull yourself together. Okay, I'm gonna smack you. Is that what you want? Okay, I'm gonna smack you. I'm smacking you. That was really enjoyable. Frankie? Tanya finally turns to witness that on which Holly is fixated. Through the trailer door, she sees what must be Frankie with his telltale, sensational cap, applying makeup to a background performer. Frankie? Yes! Huh? I'm queen for a day. (laughs) The gentleman they mistakenly assumed to be the late, fabulous Frankie turns and is revealed merely to be Frankie's hat, adorned on the head of the assistant director, Ridge. You remember Ridge? Yes, a minor character of little importance. Let's see what he has to say now, if we must. You know, just until Frankie decides to grace us with his sensationalness. That's super. And Ridge's character falls back into the background where he belongs. 
and another similarly lesser character approaches Delia Steinman, Larry's mother, upbeat and fully ensconced in a perpetual state of dementia denial. She delivers the wardrobe for the scheduled scenes. Good morning, darlings. <laughs> Delia hands Holly a costume that looks like authentic Old West bathing garb, if authentic Old West bathing garb looked like a string bikini. <gasps> oh, Delia, it's just like the one Raquel Welch wore in that movie poster. Please, she should look so good. Three months after Larry was born, I was hired to be her body double. She had an ass that went on for days. And Tanya, here you go, my darling. Delia hands Tanya a rather more authentic-looking period swimsuit, essentially a knee-length dress with leggings. Not an inch of skin will my dear sausage bear in this most modest attire, whether she likes it or not. <gasps> Adorable! <sighs> and age-appropriate. <laughs> what the F? Hastening off to the wardrobe room, the ladies don their respective swimsuits. Tanya, she's like 80 years old. She's totally senile. You look amazing for your age. What? Any age. You're, you're like ageless. And look at me. I look like a moron in this. Yeah, Holly, not a great look for you. Anyway, we have more important things to stress over. Like this tartar sauce. Tartarose? Do not correct me. Sorry. But if he's posing as someone innocent, it could be anyone. What are we supposed to do? Touch and smell everyone we see? Who makes up this shit? Kissing demons, screaming in harmony to paralyze evil. Yeah. Well, first, we have to find him. You know, you have really nice boobies. What? <laughs> Me? I, I wish I had your boobies. Yeah, that's probably true. Post hair and makeup, Ridge whisks the ladies onto set where Arby, the director, is no doubt about to provide them with scintillating words of direction. So in this scene, you're in your bikinis, splashing each other. Jesus, Tanya, what the fuck are you wearing? What? Okay, Holly, yeah? you come here. Okay. This is your new mark. Here? Don't move to your left. Okay. Or to your right. Yeah, okay. Tanya, you keep splashing Holly with the water pump until I cut. Got it? Where in the script does it say that? Where in the script does it not say that? Okay, last looks. Let's get the it over is with. totally fatuous. Fatuous? Yeah, it exists for no purpose but to put us in swimsuits. Oh, <laughs> you mean gratuitous. Oh, but you're right. It is totally fatuous, too. Hell on the range, scene 32A, take one. Marker. Action zombies. <laughs> Whoa! Who sprung for all these extras? Now that's a big zombie attack. Nicely done, Ridge. You did something right. And... Action! When you've been a dance hall girl as long as I have, you learn that on the frontier, we women are at a premium. Ugh, something smells horrible. That's not your line. Something smells horrible. I'll smell nothing. Oh no, no. No. Uh-oh. These are no background player zombies. These are real demons. <laughs> Evidenced by the fact that the zombies have begun to consume the film crew. You, you animal! How dare you? Do you know who I am? I am the producer's mother! 
I produced the producer. Oh, my apologies. I love mothers. I had a mother once. For breakfast. Stop that. What? I'm a zombie? This is it! Demons! As the zombies attack the crew, our pair of swimsuited soul suckers indeed rise to the occasion. They leap in between the zombies and the film crew with a valiance that swells my already prodigious heart. But the first thing they notice is a zombie whom they recognize. Little Kevin. Ah, <gasps> you! I knew it! You killed Frankie! Oh, hey! <laughs> Do you find your phone? The zombie horde moves towards them. Okay, Holly. Scream in harmony, our enemies will be paralyzed. We can paralyze them, Holly! Just scream, alright? And scream! Scream! I probably should have told you before! I can't scream! Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on! <laughs> Let me get this straight. So, you are a screen queen, but you can't scream? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I mean, that's really funny. Hey, guys, did I say that's funny or what? <laughs> <laughs> The zombies double up with the jolliest laughter I have ever heard from any zombies before or since. I've never seen Tanya glare harder than she's glaring at Holly right now. And believe you me, I've been the victim of many a glare from that hillock of mine. Sorry. I hate you. I hate you so much. From behind the craft service table creep several crew members trying to sneak away from the film set whilst the zombies are otherwise occupied. But alas, a zombie pounces on them. Oh, bloody hell! With its bare hands, it's ripping out the clavicle and sternum of what looks like a, a once very lovely young lady and is feasting on the gore. I usually don't like craft service. Yeah? Well, see if you like this. Tanya sets her chin, raises herself to her full height, and turns a steely gaze at Holly. Go, Holly. Get him. Get him, Holly. Holly! To Tanya's and even my surprise, Holly does indeed attack the zombies. Ooh. Perhaps feeling the slightest shred of guilt at sicking Holly on the zombies, Tanya joins in the fierce battle, Hiya! and so begins the most epic, and I do not use that term lightly, I use it in the David Lean sense, not in the youth of today and their misappropriation of terms that should only be used in the David Lean sense, sense. So begins the most epic ladies in swimsuits versus zombies battle ever to be seen in life or on any screen, large or small. The zombies use kung fu and other martial arts, acrobatically kicking and chopping at Tanya. But Tanya tosses them aside with almost supernatural strength and with understandably great surprise at her own 
power. <gasps> now Holly is managing an acrobatic fighting style against a cluster of zombies. She runs up the body of one zombie, kicks off of it to land on a second zombie's head and springs into a spinning kick, flying into three more zombies. How are we doing this? Who cares? But despite the heroic efforts of Tanya and Holly, the entire film crew are, alas, slaughtered. And yet, the battle against the zombies continues to intensify. Steal demonic essence with a kiss. Steal demonic essence with a kiss. To kill them, we have to kiss them! Holly fights her way through the veritable storm of zombies to reach Tanya. How are we supposed to kiss things that are trying to eat us? Right? Oh. Holly grabs one zombie from behind and clamps shut its slavering jaws. Both she and the zombie strain, one to keep the other's mouth firmly closed and the other to break free. I feel like I'm at a junior high dance. Really? Well, that's sad. I was a cheerleader. Kiss it! The zombie curls its lips in its attempt to open its mouth, and Tanya swoops in to plant her lips on zombies. Oh, repulsive! But a silver lining. The zombie crumbles like the soil in which it ought to have remained buried. Ick! Oh, ew! Are you right? I've had worse. And yes, I'm talking about Ian. Oh. No time for quipping! Oh, please! Everyone knows I'm no quipper! What? Did you think I said quitter? I didn't say... What? I said... Never mind! Kiss this one! But you want me to kiss all of them? Come on! I can only hold its mouth shut for so long! Kiss it! It's your turn! I can't reach it! I have to let go! Kiss it! But Tanya does not kiss it. Instead... She grasps hold of a zombie of her own and holds its mouth shut tight. How about you kiss this one? I don't wanna. Fair's fair. You kiss this one, I'll kiss that one. Holly leans in to kiss Tanya's zombie, and Tanya leans in to kiss Holly's zombie. Mazatov. You're not a virgin anymore. Tanya and Holly dispatch the monsters one after another. Kevin! Oh! <laughs> this is for Frankie. Ugh, that guy? You left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> and oh, bravo, not a single zombie remains undisintegrated. Our heroines fall to the floor like fainting flowers of old. If said fainting flowers were filled to the bursting with essence of zombies, lying prone in the midst of the destruction and gore surrounding them, Tanya summons from deep within herself the strength to ring Larry. Larry, on the receiving end of a manicure and pedicure, listens in a relaxed state of mind that could explain the indifference with which he is taking the news. But then, I doubt it. The whole crew? Huh. Even Arby? Yes. Well, there's something to be thankful for. They got your mother. And another. What? She was really old. And okay? rich. Oh, damn it. I like that kid. My sister's gonna <laughs> kill me. Hey, 
I'm in the middle of something important. While you're down there, if you could wax the toes, I'll call you back. Wait! We're filled with zamba juice. You girls have to relax. You gotta get used to your new roles. Like Oprah says, it's your new normal. Just go to my loft, there's a key in the planter, and get some rest. You've got work tomorrow. Seriously? What are you talking about? Hey, Emmy Lou, you think Charlie Sheen has had a little nippy-tucky? Hmm. He looked very natural like you, Mr. Larry. Except not as handsome. Thank you, Emmy Lou. Hey, just curious. What's your real name? My real name is Emmy Lou. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Ngu. Ngu. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, Emmy Lou. Ah, oh, that word. It brings me right back to the West End in 1989 when I replaced Jonathan Price in Miss Saigon. The word my leading lady, Leia Salonga, playfully used when referring to me whilst sharing a shag, as it were. Mm, delicious memories. Okay, then. Back on what was once a film set and which is now a diorama of dismemberment and death, Tanya and Holly make their way with sorrow and lingering fear past bloody remains of the partially devoured corpses with whom they were until quite recently shooting a film. So this is our new normal. There's nothing normal about this. In one crumbling, withered claw of a former zombie, Tanya spies what? a section of hair in its clutches. Those are my extensions! God damn it! Give me that! Oh, that is so gross! Hey, it cost me a fortune to have the color perfectly matched. I can wash it. Come on, let's get out of this hellhole. They throw the door open to find ah! a figure suddenly rising before them. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. What the F? Shit! It's Shig. Shig? Yes. Shig. A fanboy. Yes, there is young Shig standing in the path of Tanya and Holly whilst gazing at them, expressionless, eyes masked with contact lenses of the purest white. He cranes his neck in an attempt to see past the girls and into the warehouse proper which contains the film set. But the girls lean together to block his view. But what is this? Unbeknownst to any of them, something I can most accurately describe as an amorphous pure white blob thingy melts through the wall and into the warehouse. You've stopped filming. We're on a break. That wasn't a question. You've stopped filming. 
permanently. Dude, you and I are in the same wavelength. Yo, look at my eyes. White. Remember? Yeah. What's up with them? Why aren't you blinking? Freaky. Where is everyone? Tanya already told you, we're on a break. Give me a break. I'm gifted. Dude. Tanya and Holly continue to block his view. Behind them, the mysterious white blob merges with the disaster area of the film set and remarkably remains unseen by any of them. You're hiding something. With a clever feint to the left and a zip to the right, Shig ducks past Tanya into the warehouse. The mysterious white blob has disappeared, leaving nothing behind. No bodies, no blood, no film equipment. There's nothing here. What? Huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, cause uh, we're on a break. Oh yeah, we're on a break. Look, Tanya Thompson, I know some stuff, but I don't want to talk about it now. Why are you looking at Holly suspiciously? Why is he looking at you suspiciously? How should I know? I don't know. Maybe because you're the one he's looking at suspiciously. Well, maybe I'm the one he wants to talk to you, but he can't because he's suspicious of you. No, he really is looking at me suspiciously, isn't he? Yeah, a really creepy, suspicious look. Hey, Shig, how much of your allowance goes to your hair bleach? Because maybe you should scale that back a smidge. We'll talk later, Tanya Thompson. Just you and me. Uh-huh. Whatever. Freaky kid. Oh, oh. Let's get to the leech. Come on, let's go. What's wrong? What? Now you're staring at me? Come on, stop that. That kid is just weird. Come on. Oh, can we just go? And go they do, first to Larry's loft for the dubious distinction of having demon residue siphoned from their throbbing bellies, and hence home to seek respite. We find our lovely heroines walking down the hallway towards Tanya's flat, drained both literally and figuratively, but mostly literally. I don't know what's worse. Sucking zombies or being sucked by that leech? I've been asking myself the same question my whole life. <laughs> and what's with the bodies disappearing? I know, right? We gotta ask Larry, what the hell is that? Well, if nothing else, it's nice spending time with you. Are you delusional? I mean, it's not the worst part about demon hunting, but it's gotta be in the top four. Yeah, one of the top four worst parts about being a demon hunter is spending time with you. What do I smell? Are you kidding? Lucy! I think dog. No, no, it smells kind of delicious. Look. Holly turns to look where Tanya's pointing, across the room and into the kitchen. The gas stove is on, its flames licking with what seems like palpable malevolence, dancing like fires of hell under a large pot. <gasps> you cooked! You're kidding, right? I didn't even know I owned a pot. Well then, if you didn't cook, something's wrong. Thank you, CSI Malibu Barbie. <laughs> What's your problem? I just <laughs> insulted you. So annoying. Sorry. Stop. <laughs> ah! It's your ringtone. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's a block number. 
Take a message. What? Why? Oh. <clears throat> Good evening, Tanya Thompson uh, Enterprises. This is Holly. How may I assist you? Tanya Thompson! <gasps> and from within the cell phone and perhaps beyond the grave, the evil voice echoes, causing the adrenaline to course through our leading lady's knackered bodies. Oh, I must admit, I feel a slight, not entirely unpleasant surge as well. But then, just who is on the phone? And for God's sake, what, or heaven forbid, who has been left heating on the hob? Well, if you're as curious as I am, my audacious audience, you must meet me here for the next installment. And we shall brave the inevitable. Together. Hey, thanks for listening to I Love Lucifer, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please review, subscribe, and share with others who might fall in love with I Love Lucifer, too.